Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawksfield at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Wrapping up the show here on a Thursday, a chaotic Thursday on Hurt at Sports Radio. We're brought to you by our friends at Pratt Dental. Nothing chaotic about what they do in North Platte, Nebraska. Dr. Pratt was the first dentist in Nebraska certified in the BioClear method and modern smile design, which can correct many aesthetic dilemmas in a permanent and less invasive manner than traditional treatments such as crowns. You got less time, less waiting, it's less invasive, and fewer appointments because they can do multiple restorations in the same day. Make sure you go check out their website, Pratt Dental, that's P-R-A-T-T, dental.com slash bioclear-dental-treatment. Pratt Dental, creating healthy smiles. Joining us now on the War Horse Sportsbook Hotline is David Cobb. He covers college football for CBS Sports. David, how are you this morning? Hey, guys. I'm, I'm doing well. How are y'all? Good, David. Thanks for joining us. We yeah, are... No problem. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing crazy, crazy <laughs> no. going on in college sports over the last uh, 24 hours, is there? Yeah, nothing, nothing crazy going on in football in general um, with... <laughs> I mean, I know you're college football focused, but you got Pete Carroll, who obviously had his nice run at USC as well, and then Bill Belichick. Yeah, they could have spread it out a little bit for us. It would have been nice. But Yeah, and to, to add on to that, I also cover college basketball. Yeah, there's chaos. Know, in, yeah, in Nebraska, I mean, y'all know, you know, you guys just took down top-ranked uh, Purdue, and then every other top-five team except uh, UConn is losing, too, so uh, – yeah, it, it's been it's been wild, but this is what we love. This is what makes it interesting. It's it we is live for certainly more exciting than a lot of times in mid January. So we certainly won't complain. But let's start off, David, with the biggest story with Nick Saban uh, announcing his retirement from Alabama. First and foremost, where do you think they look? Is it a slam dunk that it's a it's you know Lanning or Kiffin, or do you think maybe they might go outside the box a little bit here? As the their AD Greg Burns said, this thing might be wrapped up in a matter of a couple days. Yeah, seventy-two hour timeline. That's ambitious to put that sort of a timeline on a coaching search if you don't already have a a firm idea of what direction you're going. And I don't know to what extent Greg Byrne was expecting this. As an athletic director, when you have a an older coach, mm-hmm. you've always got to be ready. Uh, but you're never fully ready for the moment when the greatest of all time announces his retirement. So the name that you keep hearing that seems to be the most popular is that of Oregon coach Van Lanning, who, of course, was a, a graduate assistant for Saban in 2015 and then played a huge role as defensive coordinator in Georgia's uh, rise to prominence. So the thing with Lanning is uh, he was so forceful and so adamant about his loyalty to Oregon when the Texas A&M job was open. And this is obviously a much different beast at Alabama, but he would have to eat some real crow uh, because of how forceful he was about not only um, his lack of interest in Texas A&M, but specifically the things he said about unfinished business at Oregon and loyalty to Oregon and how he would be going nowhere. Uh, and that was just, you know, six to eight weeks ago. So uh, if it's going to be landing, um, there's going to have to be a pretty pretty uh, 
striking reversal on his part with some of that stuff. How crazy is it that Dan Lanning, you mentioned he was the grad assistant in 2015. How crazy is it that he's gone from grad assistant in, in just eight years to maybe the leading candidate for the biggest job in college football? Yeah, that's a meteoric rise if there ever was one. Uh, and somebody made the point, we were talking about it uh, among our, our group of, of writers yesterday, and I thought it was a good point that at thir- age 37, Dan Lanning is young enough to fail at the Alabama job and still have life afterwards. Uh, much like we've seen with Lane Kiffin, who, who may get into this, this mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Lane went to USC and had his dream job at a young age. It didn't work out, but here he is all these years later as a successful uh, power conference head coach at Ole Miss. And, and so I think for Dan Lanning, there would be a chance to resurrect the career, even if he were unsuccessful in the, in the daunting task of replacing Nick Saban. So that's a factor uh, to consider as well. David, as we, uh, as we kind of break down the craziness of the last uh, day, uh, both uh, in the world of college and the NFL, how different will the game look next year without Belichick on the Patriots sideline, Carroll on the Seahawks sideline, and Saban on the Alabama sideline? Yeah, it's a, a changing of the guard, not only in, in football, but in, in basketball as well. When you think about the departures of, of giants like Roy Williams and Mike Krzyzewski from the college mm. game, and now you have their their cohort on the football side all hanging it up. And you know, it makes you realize how many great coaches uh, and historically successful title winners we have in that kind of like, 68 to 75 uh, year old A trains right now, and, and that that that's across the uh, across the board uh, in, in multiple sports, and, and those guys are, are hanging it up and they're in their phase and out. And uh, it is it, the thing that that's interesting or exciting about it is how it opens the door uh, for for the next generation and for the new wave, and how it, it's a shakeup. This is a shakeup in the in the hierarchy of college football and Nick Saban kind of went out uh, with an edge over Kirby Smart but I think that the door is open right now in college football for for Kirby Smart uh, to emerge and become that that face of of college football and to become the leader of the the preeminent program in the sport because I think that program right now is Georgia even though they weren't able to three-peat uh, they, to me, are, are the top program and, and have the best coach in college football right now. The, the, it won't be as clear-cut in the NFL uh, necessarily, um, and the, 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 the slide for Belichick has, has been a far more pronounced than Nick Saban's ever was, uh, but uh, it, it, just, it just opens the door for, 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 the, for that next generation to step up and, and become, become the legends that the next generation of, of young sports fans will will revere and look to. We're talking to David Cobb. He covers college football and college basketball for CBS Sports. Uh, David, are there any names outside of the really popular pack? You know, we talked about Lanning. We talked about Kiffin. Are there any names maybe outside of the box? I saw a couple people throw out Marcus Freeman. Um, I think Mike Norvell is certainly worth a phone call. Who are some names sort of outside of that leading group that you think could be in play at Alabama, or even if they're not in play, you think could be successful there? Yeah, I mean, I guess to really throw a dart 
about Mike Vrabel. <laughs> Just let go as the <laughs> brought him up there. earlier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't know if there's an appetite there among the uh, former NFL guys right now to jump into the college game with all the dynamics that are shifting, the uh, proliferation of NIL as this huge factor. Uh, essentially, we're moving into an era where players will be allowed unlimited transfers. You're always recruiting in the college game. That was true before, but it's even to another level now. Uh, I don't know if there's a, a massive appetite on, on the part of the NFL crop to get involved in all of that, but Mike Rabel is a young coach who is highly regarded, and I think he'll have other, and I know he'll have other NFL opportunities, but this is a guy who broke into the coaching profession uh, as a college position coach not too terribly long ago at Ohio State. So uh, if there was uh, some interest on his part and get back into the college game, uh, that could be a, a sort of wild card uh, shot in the dark uh, higher for, for, for Alabama. So, you know, that that's um, a, a little bit of a long shot, but uh, maybe one to consider. And, um, you know, so I, I think outside of that, it's likely to be somebody from the obvious group, be it, be it Lanning or Kiffin or, or Dabo. Um, but if, if we get beyond that, um, don't be surprised if, if Alabama can go the NFL route. Because don't forget, uh, that's what Nick Saban was. He was a, a actually a failed NFL coach mm-hmm. and um, came to Alabama and became the greatest college football coach of all time. So uh, that may make it a bit more attractive to some of these NFL guys than, than uh, your normal college job would be. David, got about two minutes here. What's been more captivating this offseason, the portal carousel or the coaching carousel? To me, it's always the coaching carousel because uh, the, the player movement, I mean, you get a few just massive quarterback transfers and you get Quinchon Judkins going from Ole Miss to Ohio State. But uh, the, the coaching carousel to me is, is always what's most interesting because – you look back on uh, the coaching changes that occur uh, two, three years down the line, and you see how they've uh, shifted the, the, the makeup of the sport uh, in a you know, sometimes seismic way. And that's nowhere is that more evident than uh, with the group of, you know, when Lincoln Riley went from Oklahoma to USC and mm. Brian Kelly went from Notre Dame to LSU, and it was, oh my gosh, uh, college football has just been radically transformed. And now you look at that coaching cycle as, as crazy as those big names were, and it's Kalen DeBoer who stands out above them all mm-hmm. uh, as the biggest hire of that cycle. And he was the one of the lesser heralded hires coming from Fresno State uh, to Washington. And so those coaching hires just have such an outsized impact in college football. Uh, and, and so for me, that's, that's the, uh, the most fascinating thing. And now, you know what? Uh, whoever uh, Alabama hires, if they hire a sitting college football head coach, that means that program is going to go have to hire somebody else. So, so the carousel spins on into January. David Cobb from CBS Sports. David, we appreciate your time, and uh, hopefully we will catch up again soon. Hopefully those headlines keep coming for you. I appreciate it, guys. Y'all have a good one. You too, man. Thanks. That's David Cobb. He covers college football and college basketball for CBS Sports. Well, that show flew by. Uh, nothing to talk about, right, really. What made it fly Just by? a bunch of the best coaches we've ever seen retiring all within. Or I, I'm telling you, man, I asked him the question how different it will look. It's going to be weird. It's going to be super strange. Uh, but 
We will be back tomorrow. I'm sure some of these topics will roll over to Friday. We will have a great show for yeah, you to Patrick wrap Mahomes up. Patrick your... is going to retire early. Oh, God. Andy Reid, who's next? <laughs>